Are we in heaven? It's episode seven. <laughs> oh boy, if I wasn't here to laugh at my own jokes, I don't know what I would do. This episode's going to be all about selling out, being a sellout. Celebrate good times, come out. younger selling out to me was bending the knee to evil capitalist overlords and basically like letting the status quo exist and not being strong enough to stand up against it and art lost value if it was exchanged as a commodity for money and money was a bad thing and money and maybe it is (laughs) I don't know there is this theory that and I don't know if this is true I mean probably like everything it's shades of gray but just that money wrecks your motivation when it comes to your work you can want to make something artistic and have this grand, big old idea, but the second money gets thrown into the mix, uh, you it causes a lot of stress. Suddenly people are relying on you. It's somehow tied to your basic needs because you need money for your basic needs, so this piece of work better be worth the money. Um and that somehow spirals out into you better be worth staying alive. That you're, <laughs> you better be a worthwhile person to keep alive. At the same time, money can provide all the tools you need to get the things done. If I didn't have a computer and a microphone and headphones, I wouldn't be able to make this podcast in my living room. And honestly, But then, like, if we threw more money at it and I was suddenly, let's say there was some kind of podcast network that was like, we love the Rena Hunter show so much. We want to give you money and a recording studio and a producer. Man, that would make the show a lot better, wouldn't it? I don't know. I don't know. Some of my favorite shows got worse after their budget went up because it just felt less raw, you know? But then some shows are so good because of all the research and work that's gone into it and all those other minds that shape it into this thing that's more entertaining. Um, So I guess I could go either way about money, but that makes sense because I'm in my 30s. And that's when usually pragmatism rears its ugly head and you realize you don't have the energy to run around on one serving of ramen for two weeks. You know, you need food and comfort uh, you need like real food like <laughs> like healthy food that tastes good um and you need a comfortable place and you need time to recover from things that require a lot of energy and oftentimes with artists it's just assumed that like well you've decided to devote your life to a living without And if you decide that you want to be a rich artist, you're a fucking sellout. And who do you think you are? But then once you start getting a lot of money, 
for your art, people are like, wow, that's a successful artist. And they suddenly respect you merely for the fact that your work is considered expensive because that is the way that our society expresses value. So, I mean, like in theory, I could just charge everyone who comes to see my comedy shows. Let's say I could produce a show that's like, I just bill it as the most expensive comedy show in history without anybody famous. Just be like, my comedy's worth $1,000 a ticket. That's how much it costs. Aren't you curious what's going to happen for $1,000 a ticket? And maybe I would make a lot of money. And maybe then, because people paid $1,000 a ticket, suddenly they'd be like, wow, this comedian is expensive. And that's what I like about them. She's a brand and she's expensive. And now I respect her because she costs a lot. But I'm not going to do that because, I don't know, I think I don't have enough money to invest in (laughs) promoting it the right way. I'd have to get a publicist, which would cost many thousands of dollars. So there you go. Why did I have such a negative view of money? Because it's distributed so unfairly and it's an addictive substance and people get high off of it. And when they get high off of it, they lose their empathy for their fellow man and suddenly exploiting them seems justified in pursuit of more of this yummy addictive substance called money, which is so funny because money is a made-up concept at this point. It's just numbers on a screen. It's not even real. It's just a reality that we've all agreed upon and therefore has become of something we all exist in. And isn't that strange? So my fear, I think, in making lots of money was that I would lose my empathy. Um, but in the end, I also need to survive. So I had no choice but to try to start making money because I was tired. Waitressing is hard and I wanted to make money <laughs> Another from my art and be validated and just be able to focus on my creative work that way. And I'll tell you, it'll give you some imposter syndrome, but I think I addressed that last episode. Okay, let's see what else is in my note. People, pe- pe- notes, people feeling like they know you, but they don't. Oh, okay, so that's a scary thing about selling out, right? That then of fame, that when you sell out as an artist, fame usually comes along If you sell out, I mean, if you do it, well, (laughs) people are going to know who you are. And the strange thing about that is that random strangers are going to feel like they have a personal connection to you and you're not really going to feel anything about them. And that's going to be strange. And I've always wondered if I would be gracious in that scenario or if I would just be a big jerk 
And really, I think it depends on the day. I hope I would be nice and gracious. I think I would. <laughs> I do, but I don't know. It depends on the amount of fame. I mean, everybody here just wants this sweet spot of like being slightly recognizable, but not so famous that, that people feel like they kind of own you. Um, and that does seem quite nice. That would be nice. Um, yeah, maybe it'll happen and maybe it won't. Um, but yeah, I think also if I had become a huge success when I was younger, I think I really would have been a nightmare. I think I would have been spoiled and bossing a lot of people around and taking out my stress on everyone around me because I have very poor emotional regulation it's gotten better over time but in my early 20s I would have just I I mean I see these young stars now and they're so kind and they seem so gracious and well-spoken and it's just amazing to me because I would have been I probably would have been like Lena Dunham was I don't know maybe probably a lot worse you know I would have just been like I'm a genius uh step aside get me my green latte or whatever I wanted and would just be like everybody bow to my genius clearly I'm a genius because I'm a huge success which is another thing that frightens me about success um slash selling out well and it's strange how they're kind of intertwined aren't they I mean, I really should just say it's a fear of success and not... I mean, why do they have to be... Are they the same thing? I don't know. How can you be a success without selling out? Can you be a success without selling out? I mean, I guess you'd have to redefine the terms of success, but by society standards, you have to be a sellout to be a success, I think. You know? (sighs) But yeah, that's another thing that frightens me because... The more validation you get from the world about how great you are, the more you start believing them. (laughs) And then you stop challenging yourself. And then you stop growing. And then you're surrounded by sycophants that just tell you that you shit gold and everything you do is amazing. And then you just think you you can make stuff that's only interesting to you that's no real value to other people but they do value it because it's basically just a cult of personality at that point the final thing that frightens me about all that is the amount of scrutiny and criticism that could befall you the haters as they say I mean I've experienced it on such a small scale with the odd commenter on not online that just that without fail there's some weird dude that'll be like Women aren't funny. Women aren't funny. This isn't funny. You're not funny. Women aren't, see, women aren't funny. They're not funny. And that already, (laughs) I am embarrassed to say, but it hurts my feelings every single time. Usually I make a valiant attempt to make a joke at their expense in the comments. And then I wait 10 minutes and I'm like, no, I have to just delete their comment because I'm just going to keep thinking about it and why am I even letting that energy into my space but the amount that that would exponentially increase if I had even a modicum of more success than I do is incredibly frightening to me I mean and 
I just don't know. I don't know what I would do. I I guess if I had enough money, I could just hire someone to take care of all my social media and then just not come into contact with any of it. But that's what I mean. Then you create this barrier between you and the real world. You need people to be go-betweens from the harsh reality of what's happening. But then how much of that is in turn going to become a prison for your own growth? I wonder about that. I wonder about how money shields people from the the real pain that's out there and how much that hinders their growth as human beings. I wonder. On the other hand, I'm doing a bunch of shows in the next few weeks and I would really like for them to sell out. Oh, 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 oh.